First off, CJ, welcome to the Rise of Silence podcast, man. Um, you know, obviously, you're my brother, you had to be the first guest we had on. Um, so for me, this is special, for sure. You know, um, just want to introduce you to every, all the viewers. So this is my boy, CJ Hart. We played together at the University of Illinois. Um, starting linebacker, you know, phenomenal dude, has an amazing story. So just super excited to have you here, bro, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, man, just, you know, is there anything you want to say right now before we get started? Man, I appreciate you, dude. I mean, you're doing some big things, dog. So appreciate I just want to give you your flowers. You know, like, I, I've watched you throughout the season. i watched you grow. Man, I'm, I'm, I just want to say I'm proud of you, dog. I'm happy to be appreciate here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, first off, you know, we got to talk about my niece. Um, so, this beautiful, you know, um, five months. You know, it's just amazing. Um so obviously you became a father recently. How's that transition being a young father? You know, obviously I'm a I'm a dad as well, so you know I know. But just hear from your perspective, how is that? Man, honestly, bro, I thought it was gonna be way harder than what it is. I mean, but I just, I mean, to the to the people that are single single parents, I mean, I give them so much credit. Yeah, because you definitely could not. I mean, I can do it by myself for sure. But having, I would say, having the support system that I have. I mean, has just made it so much easier. So it's giving me the opportunity to just love her, take care of her. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, balancing my schedule. But honestly, all it's done is just help me concentrate even more. You yeah. Know, on the things that are important. But like, she's my everything, bro. She's she's so beautiful, so so smart already. Yeah, she is. And say she five months. You know what I'm saying? It's, and she moving around a little bit, starting to crawl. You know how that. Yeah. How that how them moments is you can't get them back. So man, I just try not to take any moments for granted, you know, and just love her. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I know football. You know, what I'm saying you play football, football dads. We like, oh, can't wait to have a son. But how was it like though. seeing that? You know what I mean. You know, you having a little girl first, and then when she actually got here, what was that feeling like for you? I tell you what, man, she wasn't due to October. You know what I'm saying. And she came in September, so I already had a plan. You know. What game I was gonna miss, what game I was gonna possibly miss, or how I was gonna be able to fly out after the game and do that, but shoot, it didn't work out, man. God had a different plan, and she came on my birthday, bro. Like, yeah, for her to come to, on my birthday, you yeah, me, it was just completely unexpected. So she's my birthday twin, you know what I'm saying? She Virgo like me, even though I don't even believe in all that, but she Virgo, yeah. You know my girl always say that, so it's 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 a blessing, man. And it ain't nothing like seeing it too, like mm-hmm. seeing it happen. It's a surreal feeling, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Can't put no words on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's something no special about it, man, for it, real. It's, it ain't nothing but a, but a gift from God. Yeah. You can see somebody create a whole human. You don't know about it. Like, you can see it, talk about it, but once you see it, totally different. Totally different. And it make you appreciate women more, you know what I mean? Especially now you got, you know, you got two women in your life, you got... Those. Well, really, more than that, you do, you talk Trace. about your mama, your sisters, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, especially with with Jazz and Lonnie, like you got two beautiful women in your life that you for the rest of your life they yours, you know. So, um, I'm I'm excited for you in that front, bro. To be honest with you, um, we're gonna transition a little bit though, because obviously now the little ones getting getting to watch you play ball. Yeah. So, um, just how how did you even get started playing football? What was that? 
you know, what was that thing that made CJ want to become little CJ become football player? You know, well, at the end of the day, huh? man, I tell you, it, my dad, my dad wanted me to play golf, bro. When did so, you play golf? My dad wanted me to play golf, bro. I could never guess that. You know what I'm no, saying? your dad, I never could have guessed that. He was a ball player growing up. Somehow he yeah. fell in love with golf. You know, man from the hood turned to turned to this great man, right? So yeah. teach me how to play golf. You know, I was I was I was good though. I was playing. It just started getting boring. You know what I'm saying? And then one time sure. it was when we was in recess, right? Probably like first grade, second grade. And um I was best friends, my best friend, his name was Keyshawn. He the one that got me into playing football. So we 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 throwing football around. And I think we were like the fifth graders, right? So like we with the older kids when we playing football. I ain't never really played football on nobody. I ain't like watching or nothing. And they threw me the ball. We was playing tackle. <laughs> and when I tell you nobody could tackle me, and I had I ain't never had a feeling like that again. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, uh, this is it. This is the sport for me. And I'm I'm talking trash to the big kids. They can't tackle me or nothing like that. And ever since then, I was like, mom. We gotta we gotta start playing football. So like me and my friend, we literally brought the papers to my mom, got him yeah. to sign it. Like I was I was the one pushing. They didn't want me to play. I was pushing me pushing them to uh, let me play. And that's how I started, man. I started when I was like seven. That's crazy. That's awesome though. That's awesome stuff. Just from that transition, you start playing at seven. Mm-hmm. What was that those those years like? Obviously, that's a big development period from. Not from that point to now, you know, what was that like? That in between time, yeah, it was honestly, it was, it was. I loved the game so much as a child that, like, I feel like, man, I had, I had so much discipline as a kid mm-hmm. that looking back at it now, like, it's kind of like unusual. I feel like, like I was always way bigger than everybody, like oversized. And I could never make weight. So when I was seven, I went to play with my best friends. It was it was a seventy five pound weight. I was weighing ninety pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play with big kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so my first year playing football, I couldn't even play with my homies. Yeah. I had to play with some big ass kids. So man, that was the first adjustment. I'm thinking I'm gonna play running back. They had me on O line and D line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm playing O line, D line. But, bro, I had so much fun. We was used to lose every game, though. We lose every game. Yeah. So I'm like, man. Anyway, next year go by, I'm like, I'm going to make weight. So when I tell you, bro, I would literally, as a kid, eat, try to eat healthy. Attempt. <laughs> peanut butter, jelly sandwiches. You like, attempt to eat healthy, right? Yeah. But before the game, I would put a trash bag on, put a sweater on, hoodies, multiple sweatpants, and I would run laps until I made weight. And then I'd go run to the, to the field, check my weight. If I wasn't down, I'd go sit in the car with the trash bag going, just sweat. And then go play in the game. <laughs> what, you no crazy? Pedialyte. You imagine doing something <laughs> like that right now, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, you knock up, bro. Just looking back like, as a kid, having that kind of energy to do that, sustain it. Then go play a whole football game, call it a day in South Florida Heat. You know, it was... It was a time, man. It was a time that, you know, it's honestly, it, it helped make me to who I am today. And I, honestly, I wouldn't have been able to do it too without my parents, though. They was, mm-hmm. they was always there supporting me, backing me. For sure. So in those years, obviously so, um, you know, one, this podcast is about really those people that 
have overcome adversity in pursuit of their dreams, you know? Um, yeah. And I feel like that's, you've consistently done that since I've known you. Obviously, you had a whole life before me. So talking about those years, you know, as a kid, as you growing up, that's, you know, trying to make weight, overcome that adversity, trying to make weight so you continue to play with your friends and do those things. Um, when you get to high school, you know, I, I've looked at your stats and stuff. You know, you, you did a lot, a lot of good things in high school. But obviously, what adversity do you feel like you faced then um, that you had to overcome to get to the college level? Um, Humbleness. Mm-hmm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why, man. So I went to this school called Dave Christian, and I was the man. Played running back, played linebacker, safety, defensive end, you name it, I was doing it. It was school in Miami, Florida, and I was balling, bro. And like, I had like Clemson come talk to me in Miami. Like, it was top schools come talk to me. As a freshman, I was, what, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. So then my dad, like, man, you done it. Like, you doing too much. Like, my body was hurting, like, terribly after the game. We're going to get you American Heritage. So I ended up transferring to American Heritage my sophomore year. I ain't touched the field. I'm talking about, I am touched the field at the end of the game. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. But, dude, when I tell you this team was loaded, like so many guys on that team in the league right now. Um, So that year, I ain't play. That next year, I'm like, nah, ain't no way. So next year, I ended up starting. And that kind of was like that first – Interaction with adversity, like you got to work to get it. You not the best mm-hmm. right now, but you can be. What you gonna do to get there? So that was my first time being able to get humbled and actually put the work in and see results. And that was kind of like that that first bit of hunger I got in that first itch. That like, man, this is what I love. Let me go hard and do it. And then I started feeling like all my homies was getting offers. Four-star, five-star. I had no offers mm-hmm. and no stars yet. I'm just now starting to start. <clears throat> so towards the end of my junior year, then I started getting offers. And this is like, man, all that doubting, all that talking I was doing with my dad, not thinking I was going to get it, he was always in my ear saying, it's coming, man. Don't worry, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. So I'll tell you, bro, I, I promise it was a time where I didn't think I was going to get no offers or nothing like that. And then... It started flowing in, and it was, it was, it was good. Great after that. So in that time, obviously, I know you went to NC State first. What, yeah. what about NC State was like? Oh, this is the school I need to go to. You know, from that going from, not knowing if you were gonna have any offers to you getting all these offers, and you're like, NC State, this is the one I need to go to. Man, honestly, they, NC State has some real good recruiters. I'll tell you that. And when I visited there, it was, it was, I felt a lot of love. You know, Raleigh was a nice city too. Um, and at the time, I kind of felt like they represented who I was, like, you know, the whole motto. I always wanted a wolf tattoo, and it was like a wolf. So I'm like, man, this might be something to it. And I always feel like an alpha male. So I was like, man, I'm going to be the alpha here. And that was like the big thing there. So I'm like, I'm catching all these signs. Um, and I was I was visiting, I was on a tour. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Texas A&M, I'm going to NC State. Texas A&M, I was more so in on Texas A&M, but the whole coaching staff got fired. Mm-hmm. So it was on a hot seat. It was in that process, so I'm like, I don't know. And then I went to uh, Wake Forest, and then I went to NC State, and I was going to choose between them three. So 
I went to Texas a and It went good, but hot seat. Went to Wake Forest, terrible visit. Went to NC State, it was, it was great. So I'm like, boom. And then that's when they started bringing that rule up with the early signing day. So then coaches like, on me, like, you know, want you to sign early with the rule. So I end up signing and committing. Man, that's crazy. Cause you know, thinking back, just like high school, I couldn't imagine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for me, my journey was a little bit different. So I couldn't imagine that feeling of like, got these opportunities. You go in there and then you go to the school, and it's just like everything's perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? And you like, yeah, this is where I want to go. So let's transition. Talk about that more. Um, you go to NC State. How was that? That you were there? What two years? Two three years? Three years. How was three how years. was that three years? I played for you? two seasons. Um, I ain't gonna lie, man. It was I had a lot of fun playing playing ball, you know. But uh, you know, college you don't people don't really prepare you for um. I would say being alone, um, because I'm such a family oriented person, and kind of get into a dark place. And when football is your everything, and when it goes from you are the man at your high school. To you are, you just a guy, kinda. You know, it happened for me fast, and you know, thinking that I was gonna come in and play right away, and I didn't. Um, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't register to me in the right way at the right time. So it was some dark, some dark days I I, I had there, you know. But I ended up coming out of that and. Um, Started focusing on on things outside of football, which then led me to love football more. So then I was just I started being able to balance what I had going on. So you know it's no hate or no nothing towards NC State. Even though I transferred, I learned a lot about myself. You know, I always got love for Wolfpack. For sure, for sure. That's hey, I love love that man because you know you hear a lot of people that leave and they're bitter and. So I love the fact nah, that you you leave and it's still on, you know what I mean? Good terms. Yeah, you know, for sure. I learned, like, I learned a lot from them. I learned a lot. I yeah. learned a lot. I learned a lot. They got a great strength coach over there. For sure. Know. And uh, Coach Dorn, he coached uh, with Coach B. For real? Yeah, at Wisconsin. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, so they he do he got of, connects all over the place, man. All over the place, man. You know, Coach B, he's something special, man. Yeah, for sure. Special. All right, so now, obviously, I met you when you came here. So... Just give the viewers a little bit of my introduction, CJ. Um, comes here, you know what I mean? We clicked pretty much after a few weeks, we ended up clicking because of, um, you had a clothing brand at the time, uh, one of the few. One of the few. Yeah, so. Coming back up soon now. So I saw him rocking it, and obviously had, I had the brand too. Um, it was just instant connection there, you know what I mean? Um, we started talking, chopping it up, realized that it was more big, we both had thought bigger than football, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but first game of the season comes, and this boy is balling out. Talking about going crazy against Nebraska. You know, gets fumble recovery, scores a touchdown. Um, shortly after that, you end up tearing your ACL. Where were you at mentally in this time period of your life? Because for me, obviously, I saw you come, you know what I mean, knowing that you didn't really get as much PT at NC State as you wanted, and then you come here in the first game, you going crazy. Score, you get a touchdown, first touchdown in your career, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, first touchdown in your career, the crowd going crazy, we win the game, but you end up tearing your ACL, and it's like, you don't put all, all this work for this moment, and it, it's kind of like snatched from you, you know what I mean? Like, where were you at mentally in that time? Man, I will tell you, man, I was all over the place. I mean, I was, oof. When I tell you, man, 
it was such a surreal feeling because it was happening so fast. Mm-hmm. And in the game, I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, this is easy. I'm eating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just easy. This this the year we could get to that league. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Boom. Fourth quarter, I ain't never got hurt. You know what I'm saying? I've never gotten surgery or nothing. So that was like my first real injury. And at the time, I didn't know the severity of it. So that I'm walking on it still. I'm shoot. You know what I'm saying? JB told me like, might be out six, seven weeks. I'm like, all right, it hurt. But I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? So then, you know, my of course, my family is devastated. And then once I go in the locker room, everybody's celebrating. I can't even jump with the, with the team. So and I was just, you know, I, I cried that day. Following a couple of days later, went to the doctor, hoping for good news. And when they said I was going to be out for like six months, that, that, that crushed me, I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. It did. It did. It crushed me. You know, that was that, that was that was a hard time. That was definitely a hard time those first two months. Being coming off of surgery and uh it's a hard time for sure. So how did you mentally get through that? You know what I mean? Because obviously football, you know what I mean, for college athletes, it, sports is everything, you know. Yeah, for sure. A lot of us don't realize that, you know what I mean, you're more than just an athlete. So mm-hmm. in this time you're going through this this Transition to something you ain't never faced before. It's a completely new adversity. Um, and obviously, like you said, you was in that dark place. How'd you get yourself out of that dark place? Man, first, first man, I got to thank the man upstairs. I mean, I was I was praying, you know, just thanking God, waking me up, and, you know, thanking for the little things. And, you know, it was, it, was, it was helping me be able to carry on with the other things that I had going on, so. And honestly, my my literally my mom, my dad flew up and stayed with me for like a month, mm-hmm. month and a half, like made sure I was straight. And honestly, I tell you, like if it wasn't for them, like being there, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how I, they they helped me so much during that time. I don't know where I would have been at. So I, that's why I give them so much credit, cause. You know, I don't like to depend on anybody. You know, I like to work. And once you get to a point where you where you get yourself hurt like that, you can't really walk around like you used to. Getting up to pee is not the same. Mm-hmm. It's using the bathroom ain't the same. Like all that was like, so it's kind of, it gets very aggravating. And sometimes you could be aggressive towards or be emotionally unstable to somebody that doesn't deserve it. So, you know, in the time where I was in a dark place, they kind of helped me get out of it. So mentally, you know, I was just trying to stay, keep my spirits up. I was reading my Bible, playing a lot of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Reek and Seth was my roommates at the time. So we used to gang up on Call of Duty. That that, that helped me a lot. And honestly, being able to get in that facility with Coach Tame, because even though as soon as I feel like a week or two after, I was right back doing rehab my legs so literally that weight room that came that became my physical therapy like that became my mental and my physical i just be in there even if i was then just got done working out just sitting there trying to do something you know it just made me feel like i'm doing something to help myself you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. for sure in that time period did you ever have any moments where you was like man like i should just stop just i should just quit and just, you know what i mean just like i'm done with football did you ever have any of those moments in that time period nah Okay. Nah, nah. So you are throughout the whole process. You even though you had those doubts, you were like, no matter what, I'm gonna try to bounce back from this. 
Yeah, man, because, like, I had just got that. I had just got that feeling again. Like, like when you were a kid? You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. got that happiness back with the game. You know, college football, because sometimes you can almost take – it's such a business sometimes – you can almost take your happiness away from the game. That's real. And you stop really having fun with it the way you want. You know what I'm saying? That's real. And that was the first time getting back on the field, and I just feel like I was having fun. And for it to get snatched away from me, I was just like, it was God telling me this wasn't my time. This wasn't my time. So, you know, everything happened for a reason. Honestly, it just, honestly just made me better. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a person, outside the field and on, on the field. Now, that goes, you actually just said something. Um and that, that takes me into my next question. We actually had a conversation about this recently. Yeah. Um, just, you know what I mean, bouncing back from that injury, having this this season. Um, and to me, you had a, had a good season, but it wasn't the season that you wanted. Uh-huh. So um, just like where are you at right now mentally, you know, like talking about just the growth that you've experienced from all the adversity you face, you know what I mean, um, throughout your life, but especially in the last few years, where are you at now mentally? Man, it's been a journey. And I feel like I have so many ways I can answer this question. So my mind's kind of going because there's so many good things going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much to be thankful for. It's so much work I've put in, you know, to get to this. But I feel like being at a great, taking care of your mental health is is one of the most important things you can do in your life. And honestly, once I started taking care, doing some self-care work, like like truly, you know, and honestly, getting more in touch with my with, with my, my spiritual side, you know, what I'm saying, being getting more in touch with with the Bible, um, it's it's given me it's given me a reassurance of who I am, you know, and and, and what and what I can be, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, my dream of being an NFL player is still at arm's reach. I can still do that. You know what I'm saying? And, but being able to have that fulfillment from the work I put in and being able to have that f- fulfillment from from God himself, um, ain't, ain't nothing like it. So it's been able to make me a better person, athlete, but yet a father and a brother and a son, ultimately. So, I mean, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely been a journey. And I'm thankful for the... For all the adversity I'd have been through, man, it's it's I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and change anything. Absolutely. Hey, I love that, bro. I love to hear that for real. For sure, for sure. All right, so let's say we we're gonna look into the future. We're not gonna look too far into the future, but what do you look look forward to in your future? I would say near future. In my near future? Yeah. You know, of course, you know I want to be, want to be making, making some good amount of, some good amount of money. But money ain't everything. Money don't buy you happiness. But I just feel like it, you know. It help out. It relieve a little bit yeah, of stress. Yeah, for sure. Little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but real talk. I've been trying truly to be where my feet is at, and I know that's a real blunt statement. But my literally my motto has been, I'm I'm excited for the future, but I'm happy for right now. So I can't really tell you exactly what I'm excited for or what's going to happen because I don't know the future, but I do know I'm happy for what I'm doing today. So whatever I do today could contribute to what I do tomorrow because tomorrow not promise. Most definitely. So I just go hard every day, you know, try to be the best person I am, 
you know, and it just take away that negative energy and be good to people around me, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like whatever lies in the future should be a blessing. Hey, I respect that, brother, for real. That's you know I mean? that's real. That's real. Um, so just one more question. I got to know. If you could give any advice to anybody, let's say young CJ, young C. What, would that, what, what would that advice be? What would that advice be? I say pick your head up. Pick your head up, CJ. You you can do it. Most definitely. Pick your head up, you can do it. For sure. For sure. Okay. Well, CJ, bro, I appreciate you being on. Um, like like I told you, bro. This is this is special because you're my brother. You know what I mean. Um, and I think your story is gonna be able to help a lot of other people, not just athletes. You know what I mean, but go beyond the game because I think that's the beautiful part of sports. You know what I mean. A lot of the lessons we learn, we get a kind of a jump on a lot of other people because of the adversity you faced, whether it's on the field in the game, whether it's you know what I mean, like you talked about going from being the man to. You know what I mean? You're essentially a nobody for a little while. You have to figure out who you are again, you know, and, and really, like, build yourself up. So, um, you know, first off, I commend you for not quitting in none of those things because thank, thank God I never had to go through having a surgery, you know, and um, all those things. But I couldn't imagine how hard that is. And at no point did you ever stop, you know. And then I know a lot of people that when they had kids, they quit. You know, they, they're like, oh, they, and their kids become their reason for stopping whatever they're trying to accomplish. But, um, you know, that's that's one thing that me and you always connected on is realizing like, nah, this is a, a reason for us to go even harder, you know, cause we want our daughters and, you know, eventually having, we might have more kids, but um, our daughters to understand that, not only understand from our words, but from our actions of what going after your dreams looks like, you know, so. Um, bro, I'm, I'm excited to watch you. You know, I'm taking that transition off the field now. Um, but to be able to watch you play this next year, um, no, I'll be there supporting you. I love you, brother. So I like um, appreciate you being on for real, real man. Time, man. You, you know, got to rise in silence, brother. You feel me? I love it, man. Yeah, man. I, I, let me give you your flowers, bro. You know what I'm saying? I've been able to, as soon as I got here, I ain't been nothing but love. And like I said, man, you must you wasn't voted captain, but you was my captain. I told everybody that. Like the way you lead, and and you don't you don't do it, you know, um, in front of people. You do it behind closed doors. You do it when nobody's looking. So like those kind of people like that, like you can't buy that. You know what I'm saying? And you've been genuine to 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 everybody I know. And you've been genuine to my daughter. So you know it's it's uh it ain't nothing but love over here, bruh. I know you're going to continue to do big things, dog. Most definitely, bro. And sure. You know, a couple years, we definitely going to have to get you back on, man, for oh, sure. For you know, sure, see, man. Get a, get a recap on, on CJ Life, you know, life update. So, Run it back. Run yeah, it back, for man. sure. But I appreciate it, bro. You know, it's, it's going to be special for sure. Already. Already, uh, man. All right. With that, we're going to conclude.